in day two of our pledge drive and we are raising money to keep Catholic Radio on the air and we are grateful that, that you are here with us and we would love for you to be part of the team. When we do these pledge drives, we also get to invite in really great guests and our next guest is Betsy Orr and she is with Purification Heritage Center, which is the oldest Catholic cemetery in the diocese. So we're going to find out a lot more about that and and many more things, I'm sure. So we're on for for a great hour, and we would love for you to stay tuned. We would also love for you just to pick up the phone and call right now. So all you have to do is sit back and listen. A few of the, well, we know that all good things begin with prayer. So we want to begin this hour of prayer uh, this hour of pledge drive with a prayer. Would you be willing to lead us in the the prayer for the next hour? Of course, Kelly. Okay, yes. great. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we are so grateful for those who came before us in faith, who had the courage to settle in Georgia and practice their faith amidst tough conditions. We stand on their shoulders and we are grateful. Bless our time together as we honor those families who brought us the Catholic faith in East Georgia, and help us continue to do your will as they did to the blessings of all of those with whom we come in contact. We pray these things in your beloved son's name. Amen. 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 Before we get rolling, I want to again say thank you to Chick-fil-A at Holcomb Bridge Road, who gave us our our breakfast this morning. Jim Waddle is the operator there. And also to uh, Thrive Thrive Coffee, who've provided the coffee for our volunteers, so we are grateful. The number to call is 678-688-4549. Few rules before we get started. We have this bell. We get to ring the bell for certain reasons. I don't know if you've been listening I in. I have been okay. listening. I've heard that. I hope I get to ring the bell. I hope you do, My too. My friends better step Woo! up and let us ring the bell. <laughs> Let's ring the bell. Okay, so so our goal this time is pre, is uh, given to us by Barbara again. Um, like I said, we've they there are four people that gave us a bunch of matching pledges but wanted to have other people participate. So Barbara this hour is going to give us $1,500 if we can get another um, $1,500 called in or when we get another $1,500 called in. And so that is our goal. You get to ring the bell if we meet the goal. Okay. You get to ring the bell if we have a founder. You ring it twice, actually, because because a founder is $3,600, so we would do both. So you would get to ring the bell $100 a month for 36 months. A founder gets their name on a plaque that goes here at the studio that says that you are a founder. Forever you get bragging rights that you're a founder of Catholic Radio. You can even put it in your obituary someday. So so that's uh, kind of the, the housekeeping kind of things. We have lots of giveaways, including these uh, prints of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the Sacred Heart of Jesus, 8 by 10 prints. We will ma- mail these out to you for any monthly donation. No matter the amount, any monthly donation, we will mail you these prints. We have books that we're giving away. We're giving away an Echo Dot um, so call the volunteers. We'll go over that with you. I don't want to take a lot of time with it because we want to get right to our interview. And we are now talking with, with Betsy Orr, and uh, she is going to talk with us about the Purification Heritage Center. So we are, we are grateful for you being here with us today. I've heard that uh, Sharon, Georgia, which I think is where the, the Heritage Center is, right. is, is called the Cradle of Catholicism in Georgia. So can you help our listeners to understand why that is 
And uh, I think that'll lead us into to what you're here for. Okay, great. Right. If you can believe it, the first Catholic church and cemetery in Georgia is not located in Augusta, nor is it located in Savannah, two pockets of Catholicism for our state where lots of people would think the faith started. Rather, the beginnings of the Catholic faith in our state are in Sharon, near Sharon, Georgia. And Sharon is about an hour and a half east of Atlanta. Okay. directly out I-20, past Lake Oconee, but before you get to Augusta. And the first Catholic settlers who came from Maryland chose this area because of the ground being so fertile. It was great farmland. They were ready to go on mission for the faith from the original diocese in Baltimore. And so they settled in an area that they initially called Maryland, mm-hmm. probably out of respect for where they had just come Maryland. But then they later changed the name to Locust Grove. Now, this area, Locust Grove, is not the Locust Grove that's in Henry County in the state. This is Locust Grove outside of Sharon, Georgia. Sharon has a population of 110 people now. Wow. It's out in the middle of nowhere, which is the beauty of it and why everyone in Atlanta should come to visit us. Because once you get past about Covington on I-20, your blood pressure starts to go down and you get out into the country and you feel terrific. (laughs) So this first group of settlers were um, in the eastern part of the state. They named their area Locust Grove. They established the first Catholic church and cemetery in 1790. Mm -hmm. So we're talking colonial era. It's much earlier than most people realize, and what we are trying to do is not only restore the First Catholic Church and repair and restore the cemetery, but we're trying to develop a heritage site, because this is the area that's unique in Georgia to any other area in the state. This is where the very first Catholic settlement was. The land that we're working on for the Heritage Center is where the very first Catholic settlers were. And it used to be a very thriving community, apparently. And we'd like to make it thriving again in terms of people coming out for retreat and for rest and reflection um, and getting back to where our roots in the faith are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. So lots of lots of good things going on there. And, and um I want to explore that a little bit more. I want to give out the number because right now we don't have any calls and we would love to get the calls coming in again. We're trying to get to this $1,500 um, and we have, um, we, we, that is given to us by Barbara. Barbara is giving us a match of $1,500. If we can get another $1,500 called in 678-688-4549. We are talking with Betsy Orr and we're talking about the Purification Heritage Center and it's located in Sharon, Georgia, which is about an hour and a half uh, in the middle of nowhere. That's right. An hour and a half from Atlanta. That's right. Okay, so that's that's where we're at. It, it dates to the 1700s. It was a, a settlement, right? And and the first Catholic church in Georgia was there. That's it's, right. The the original settlers built a log cabin, and they actually named the first church Most Holy Trinity Church. Mm-hmm. And after about 20 years or so, they needed a bigger structure. So they built another church in the same area with the graveyard right next to it. And that church accommodated more people and accommodated a school, Locust Grove Academy. So the first Catholic church, the first Catholic cemetery, and the first Catholic school are all in Sharon, Georgia. And so after about maybe 60 years or so, the community 
migrated up to Sharon. Locust Grove was about two miles from the center of town in Sharon, Georgia. And when the railroad was built and people came to Sharon more frequently, the church and the settlers migrated a couple of miles up the road to Sharon, built the current structure that we have now, which is the third structure, which we've just restored, and had quite quite a number of families that participated up to 200 we think were part of this parish at one point Mm. so what we've got now if someone were to come out and see us they would see the church structure in Sharon and then two miles down the road they would see the original cemetery at Locust Grove and they would see the pilings the stone pilings of the original church the white clapper church Mm. in the middle of the cemetery it's quite a sacred spot Mm. Um, then a company that i own purchased 200 acres from the archdiocese in the summer of 2016 and that's the land that we're developing with the hayfield and some sacred elements and hopefully one day some primitive rustic cabins where people could come and spend the night so our goal is to have people be able to come to sharon visit the visit the church visit the cemetery and then stay overnight or come and stay for a day retreat we're trying to give them a reason to come to the middle of nowhere as if we all needed reasons to slow down and try to reconnect with each other and with nature and with our faith but um, you know a lot of people are very busy but we want people to have a reason, a destination to come to and connect with our ancestors in the faith. And, you know, just out of gratitude for what they endured, we're so delighted to be on this project. You read the history documents and the journals. And when these people started Locust Grove and started with that log cabin church, they did not even have a priest visit them for two years. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to live as Catholic Christians, pray and Um, maintain the faith with their families before they even had access to any sacraments. So priests came and went through that area over the course of a certain number of years before people were assigned regularly to that parish in that area. So what these folks endured was terrific. I mean, I'm a parishioner at Christ the King, and I can attend Mass 13 different times on the weekend and daily Mass four or five times i can go to confession two or three times at one parish yes christ the king the cathedral here in atlanta has 13 masses on the on the weekend okay i thought you mentioned sharon i was like no no no. okay (laughs) no here at christ the king i can attend all this and in sharon when you think about our our ancestors in the faith they did not even have access to the sacraments during certain periods of time so i think we take it for granted here in metro atlanta Mm -hmm. how accessible the sacraments are and how accessible our faith is to practice. But they endured a lot out there in the country as they were establishing a a Catholic presence in the state. Yes, yes. And and, uh, that that is a a good reminder because I think so often many of us do take for granted the, the, the gifts that we have here through the Catholic Church and how easily accessible it is to go to confession, to go to mass, That's to right. go to an adoration chapel, to you know do so many things, and and the people who came here and and got it started for us apparently in Sharon, Georgia. That's right. Uh, you know they didn't have that, so they, they it's a good reminder. They didn't. They came. The first group that came were English settlers, and they were joined by Irish and French immigrants. And when you visit the cemetery, the Locust Grove Cemetery, you notice a lot of the gravestones with Irish. Uh, folks that are with with the county from Ireland that where they came from listed and many of the people buried in the cemetery died of yellow fever Mm. so they fought all kinds of adverse conditions to maintain their faith and to just live in that area 
um, and and try to you know continue raising their families and and developing a, a, a Catholic and a Christian culture in that area. And disease ended up you know affecting many of the many of the people, and you mm-hmm. see that especially in the cemetery, those that are buried mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That that first first winter probably quite a few dates out there of of people who lost their lives. But. I'm sure. You know, I sort of jokingly say to people sometimes they probably left Maryland originally to come to warmer weather, but warmer weather still had its cold winters and adverse yes. conditions, and so yes. so they really fought a lot. And you know, I think my my generation of people. I've been Catholic about ten years. So grateful to have been brought into the church and. People sort of my age and older appreciate heritage and history and would probably come visit us just to see where the first Catholic church and cemetery were and would come on retreat to connect with their ancestors. But a lot of the younger kids these days might not come because of the history and because of the ancestry, but they would come for retreat and they would come for service work and things like that. So we're hoping to appeal to a broad audience, those uh, who are a little bit older, who appreciate heritage and history, and then maybe younger people seeking uh, faith and renewing faith that would come for retreat or for service. In fact, our tagline for the whole effort uh, for Purification Heritage Center is a sacred place to seek, find, and renew faith. So we've got mm. something for everybody, all ages. Mm. Mm. So say that one more time, a sacred a place. A sacred place to seek, find, and renew faith. Mm. And, uh, you know, one one thing that people out in that area of the state like is the fact that it's very dark and very quiet. There's an astronomy village not too far from Sharon, and they uh, are settled out there because the skies are so dark. Mm. On, a, on a map, in terms of darkness, that area of Georgia is Zone 2. Zone 1 are the darkest skies in the United States, and apparently no place on the East Coast has Zone 1 really dark skies because of the population. But Sharon is zone two, the next darkest skies. So the astronomers think it's a great place to be, and we think it's a great place to be for retreat and quiet and reconnecting and prayer and rest. And so we will benefit from being in the country and benefit from these beautiful dark skies and helping people really connect with the Lord and with the God who created all of this and in a quiet um restful type place what a place to to go and really listen and listen to to what god wants to to share with you i think so and that that may be one of the hardest things to do don't you think is in our to busy listen. lives it is it's right. really hard to just slow down long enough to to really try and figure out what it is it's not like we hear at least most of us most of us normal people don't hear an audible voice but but he speaks to us in, in other ways, and we're too busy to hear it. We're too busy. Mm-hmm. And to even get those impressions when you know the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. speaking to you. Mm-hmm. Now, we wouldn't want anybody to turn off Atlanta Catholic Radio, but sometimes we even have trouble turning things off yeah. in our cars, don't we? we so do. that we can get a little bit of, of yeah. quiet and silence. Well, Sharon, Georgia is the place to come if you okay. want some rest and some quiet and some dark skies. We think we've got it all, the full package out there. That's awesome. That really is awesome. Okay, so we have an update here. Kindle. I don't know if you know a Kindle or not, but Kindle called in 
with a $50 one-time donation. So we are on our way. We're trying to get to $1,500. So we're at, uh, just need $1,450 right now. We have $50 called in. So can you be the next person? Can you give all of the $1,450? Can you give a portion of it? Whatever you can give. If we can get $1,500 called in, then we add $1,500 to it through the generosity of Barbara, and it becomes $3,000 for Catholic Radio. We have until... 357 to do this. So we can do it. It is, you know, we've done it over and over again. And and I'd love to make this next pledge as well. Can you give us a call at 678-688-4549? We need your help. You know, it's so true that, that we are just so busy right now. Just everybody, it seems like that I talk to feels kind of overwhelmed and and stretched too thin and all these things going on and and you know just you know we can we can certainly relax some with Catholic radio you know we can we can certainly do that and we can be spiritually enriched with Catholic radio you know versus listening to like a political talk show or whatever it is that, you know in our car that just makes us angry That's you know right. and, and gets it gets us all stirred it up That's it right. gets us stirred up and it also gives us misinformation it really does or or at least twisted information if it's not complete bad information they they put a spin on it. It's, it's twisted information, and that's why it is so important that we have this Catholic radio station available here in in the Atlanta and the greater area. Does it go all the way out to Sharon? Someone told me just recently it goes to Madison, but problem solved with being able to listen online. So really exactly. nobody has an excuse. And I want to say to my friends who are listening, and thank you, Kendall. Kendall works with us on our design and graphic design here on our project, helped us redo our website and all of our gives away. I want to say I don't want a former football player whom I don't know. He sounds lovely but I don't want him and Mike Coveney to show us up. So my people better start calling in right now and making some donations. I'm very competitive, Kelly, and I want to win this segment. So all of our Bible study friends and purification friends and others need to follow Kendall's lead and get get on the stick with this. Okay, so I'm going to look back and see what... what, the Falcons brought in. They brought oh, in twenty seven hundred dollars. I, I heard the bell ring pledges. a couple of times, Woo! and I started getting uh, nervous. Getting a little nervous. All right. <laughs> right. So, so we start out with twelve hundred, and then fifteen hundred with them. For you, we'll do it reverse. Fifteen hundred, then twelve hundred. Right. Let's do it. All Let's right. Let's do it. So six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. Okay. So we are. What a what a beautiful thing that we're talking about here. The the first Catholic church in Sharon, Georgia. The first Catholic cemetery in Sharon, Georgia, and the the renewal of that and the rebuilding of that makes me think of you know Saint Francis build my church. You That's know? right. And he said, "Betsy, build my church." Yes. Well, you know, I did uh, have an idea about this even before I was Catholic. The Lord impressed upon me a, a retreat type area, and it was maybe fifteen years or so ago, and. Um, at the time, I was not Catholic, and I couldn't figure out exactly what he wanted to do with that with me. And through my conversion process, one day I was in my study, reading and studying and praying, and I heard the Holy Spirit say through an impression, not through audible words, but through an impression, I cannot fulfill my purpose in you unless you become Catholic. Mm. So at that point, I figured wow. it was going to be a done deal. It was probably 10 more months before I was received into the church at that point, But that all took place, and then we had a series of some family illness and crises that took place, and then all of a sudden, a few years ago, 
this vision that the Lord had given me long before I was even a Catholic Christian started to crystallize. And my company bought the land from the archdiocese. We were able to put the proceeds of that back into the church in that area for cemetery restoration and helping St. Joseph's in Washington with um, some foundation needs they had and, and those kinds of things. And all of a sudden, I can, I'm starting to see what it is the Lord had called me to 15 years ago while I was a Protestant Christian before I was mm-hmm. even received into the church. So that's been especially fulfilling for me personally to feel like um, I'm following, I think, what God had in store for me for quite a while, even before I knew it. So that's been a lot of fun. But I'm not the one who first got this started. I have to give a shout out and credit to Bill and B.J. DeGolian, who are parishioners at Christ the King, Judy Anderson, who's a parishioner at St. Joseph's in Washington. They are the ones who realized that the church needed to be restored. It does not look like a Catholic church. And Bill and B.J. DeGolian had a home in Washington, Georgia, not too far from that area, and used to drive by and not think anything of it. It looked like a historic church, Mm -hmm. um, perhaps Baptist or Presbyterian. It just has that kind of look of a Protestant church. When they realized through the encouragement of Judy Anderson that it was a Catholic church that had fallen into disrepair and needed some focus, then they started to get focused on it. And that was in, say, 2012-2013. I think the thing that made the biggest difference for us was when the Georgia Trust put the Church of the Purification of the Blessed Virgin Mary, that's the mouthful name of the Mm -hmm. church, they put it on their places in peril list Mm -hmm. in 2014. And that got some people's attention in terms of historic preservation. Mm -hmm. And really, the effort has taken off since then. Mm -hmm. And we've done a lot. We've restored the church, uh, repainted the outside, uh, changed out and refurbished the stations of the cross we've made the windows working we've repaired the steeple so that the bell tower doesn't fall in on anyone the foundation has been shored up through the help of scott ward who was an architect who is an architect and was involved heavily at the beginning of this project you know just so many people have gotten us to where we are so that the church is in great working condition the cemetery we've cleaned headstones and had all of the Gravestones repaired um, by Ashley Shares, who's director of historic preservation at Oakland Cemetery. She oversaw and worked for us to get that done. You know, we're we're taking it step by step, but it's really becoming a wonderful place to visit now. And we have an All Souls Day Mass coming up. You know, somebody asked about that. I was going to ask you about okay. that. So yeah, yeah. We what we do is every Saturday. This has been a tradition for a long, long time, way before I ever got involved in this. We will have an All Souls Day Mass the Saturday after actual All Souls Day. So this year it's Saturday, November 3rd, and we have it in the cemetery. So here you are at an All Souls Mass being celebrated Mm. in the very first cemetery of the Catholic souls and faithful who brought the faith to our state. And it's just such a lovely, um, just very touching experience. Father Michael Silloway from Christ Our King and Savior in Greensboro is going to be our celebrant this year at 11 o'clock. Excellent. Saturday, November 3rd, people bring folding chairs. We have a picnic afterwards, and then we're going to have the church open for tours after this. So if people are available that Saturday to come, we'd love for them to come and, and get a glance at this. We do a couple of other special masses during the year. We do a Christmas Eve mass in the church itself and it is standing room only it's wonderful 
And then on the Feast of the Purification, which on the Catholic calendar now is called the Feast of the Presentation, February 2nd, we do a special Mass that day, too. So there are some upcoming opportunities for people to come and see us and to see the cemetery and the church and for us to give them a tour of the land and the way we're developing the land for the retreat center in the future. Excellent. And I want to talk about that development a little bit more, but I'm going to stop for just a second again and give the phone number. And I'm going to see if we have any updates here, if I can. Looks like we're getting uh, a couple of of uh, updates here. It said all lines were busy, so that's awesome. Uh-oh. So they, they listen to you. They, <laughs> they listen. Bet, bet, yeah. So a non-Catholic listener loves our station, and Danny heard the story about the oldest Catholic church and cemetery and was moved to call, and Danny donated $250. Fantastic. So that, that is just really, really awesome. And uh, then Gemma called, and she has visited the cemetery in Locust Grove, and it was the most peaceful place to be, she oh, said. So isn't that awesome? Yes. And we're getting more information from her. Good. Um, and so we'll keep getting more and more updates. Uh, let's see. There, Kendall, I said his donation earlier, asked for a prayer request for support of Bet- Betsy's work and all her efforts so we would like to to stop for a moment and ask all of our potential 3.1 million listeners to pray along with us and to finish jenna message it said locust grove and it was the most peaceful place to be in quiet contemplation Mm, was what she said so so that is very nice so that means we have so far called in 400 dollars called in so we just need 1100 dollars left i think that's it that's it i had 50 dollars down here for some reason i don't know why but i'm seeing 250 and 150 and now another 200 fantastic so 455 six so 600 dollars. so we just need 900 more dollars at this point so we have 600 and we're looking for 900 more in order to get this match from barbara but we want to stop for just a moment and pray for betsy's work and all of her efforts in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen Amen. lord jesus we are so grateful for betsy and for for her really taking up uh, along with others help but but taking up um this effort to restore your church and and to build a retreat center and to to build a place of peaceful contemplation where where people can come and really encounter you encounter you in the 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 surrounding stars the surrounding skies the the things that that really bring us closer to your creation and to loving you and so so we're grateful for all that she has done and we ask for your your guiding hand and and for the the gifts of the holy spirit as she moves forward and and strives to really bring others closer to you we pray this in all in your name amen, amen. In the name of the father the son the holy spirit amen thank you kelly oh, so beautiful what beautiful work you're doing okay so two uh, $200 from kim from Betsy's Bible study. All right, Woo! let's do it. Deep South yeah. Sisters from Christ the King. I've got a Bible study going out in Washington, Georgia, too. Let's hear from some of those people as well. That's awesome. That's and, great. And, and you know what's even more, to, to me at least, more special? I mean, I love the $200 pledge. Don't get me wrong. I love it. We need it. 
She's a first-time listener. Oh, that's great. Isn't that that's cool? That's even better. You know, that yes. really, it really is because that's what it's all about. And and uh, so thank you for, for spreading the word, getting them here, because it does bring new listeners, and that's what it's all about. And and so thank you for the donation, and thank you for listening. And we hope that it won't be your last time. We hope you continue to, to listen, um, Kim, and, and continue in that Bible study, too. All right, so also, I'm going to say Jorge. It's J-O-R-G-E, Jorge. Mm-hmm. Escala pledged a $120 pledge and is praying for all of his family. And he says he knows you. Oh, nice. So I probably shouldn't have said the last name. Sorry about that, Jorge, if I should. (laughs) Sorry about that. Okay. I usually don't use last names and I'm just reading here and and keeping going. $100 from Nancy. I'm going to need a total here. So I'm (laughs) kind of losing. That's awesome. Look at this. I know. So let's keep talking though, because we only have about 27 more minutes. We want to find out more about what you're doing with this retreat center. Because we've already established the fact that it is a very peaceful, meditative place to go. You don't get those kind of stars out here in the city. No, you only get them when not. you go out to That's share in right. Georgia. You can only come out so, there. So, you know, you you really do get closer to God the further you go away, I think, from, from the city. I think so, too. And, you know, I love the word that you used in the prayer, Kelly, encounter. Um, because what's interesting is the name of the church the Church of the Purification of the Blessed Virgin Mary, which is an event in Luke's gospel, used to be called that feast or that event used to be called the encounter. I just learned this recently because you've got Mary bringing Jesus to the temple for the first time. They encounter Simeon and Anna, and it's just this very powerful event in the life of our Lord and in Mary's life and Joseph's life and Simeon's life, all the characters there 40 days after Jesus's birth. So that word encounter has been sticking with me lately. That's what we hope the retreat center will be a place Mm -hmm. where people can encounter their faith and encounter the Lord. And we're trying to create conditions to make that a little easier than it can be sometimes in our busy lives, as we've said. We have some wonderful architects from Georgia Tech who are helping us with the land piece of this. And they have designed the land to reflect our mission, seek, find, and renew faith. Mm -hmm. The seeking comes when you come out to the Purification Heritage Center, and one day, and one day soon, we hope, over the next couple of years, we'll be able to stay in a cabin. You'll Mm -hmm. you'll come for the day, but you'll be able to stay overnight. So Mm -hmm. there you're seeking something. You're seeking solace. You're seeking reconnection. You're seeking answers to questions, whatever it may be. Then we're going to have the portion of the property developed with some what I call the faith elements. We'd like to put in a rosary walk. Mm -hmm. We'd like to put in outdoor stations of the cross. Mm -hmm. We would like to have a meditative garden we would like to have an outdoor chapel so if you come out there to seek hopefully you will find Mm -hmm. some things about your faith in the sacred part of the property as the architects call it the sacred heart of the property and then we renew the mission through a hay pasture and small farm that we've got on the land which we hope will generate a little bit of income to put towards the effort so even the members of our team who are planning the land for us Jeff Williams and Elizabeth Ward and Claire Pardo, they even have the vision in mind of how to develop the land so that it mimics what we're trying to accomplish through our mission statement, seek, find, and renew. And I just love that. It all fits together so, so beautifully. 
So, um, you know, one of the things we'd like to do, if you come out and see the church, you'll notice that it's a very simple and humble structure. We want any cabins that we build to reflect that structure. And we want to make meditative paths and walking paths where people can enjoy the outdoors and really facilitate uh, this experience, this encounter for people. So I love that you used that that word in the prayer. And I just recently learned that that event in Mary and Jesus and Joseph's life has been called the encounter in the past. Wow. Uh huh. That's so cool. That is so cool. All right. So the next uh, update is that we have a hundred dollar pledge from Nancy. We'll probably get more of a message there, but that gives us $820. So we just need $780 more to get to this $1,500. So what is that? 12 times 60 is 720. So uh, sixty two people at $30 a month, $2 a day club people, and one person with a one-time $100 pledge, and we are over the top. Let's do correct. it. Come that, on. We can right. do it. We, we know, can do it. We know people know how to use their fingers and get online and do this. So yes. not being able to get online is no excuse, right? So right. let's get this done. And, and it isn't cool that you have such a presence on the internet Many of the the stations I get to travel, I have the privilege of traveling and doing pledge drives. They don't have such a good, you know, a strong presence on on the internet. We've had so many online donations. So that's really awesome. It's fantastic. And, you know, Catholic Radio, when I was converting 10 years ago, Catholic Radio and EWTN programming and Catholic Radio in other cities really impacted my my journey. I learned a lot. And... um, you can point to many radio shows and and other things that really impacted my conversion um, into the church. Mm-hmm. And so, what you all are doing is fantastic. So, I hope we can support you as strongly as possible. And and you know, it's a two way street. We get to have you in. We have the airwaves to do it with because of the donations that come in during the pledge drive. And then we get to find out about things that. You know, many of our listeners may have never heard of the Purity Heritage Center. They haven't. I can assure you they have not because I hadn't either. And Bill and BJ, who were driving past the church itself, had not heard of it. So this is this is new information to a lot of people. The whole term cradle of Catholicism is not something a lot of people have heard, and they certainly haven't thought that it was in that part of the state. You know, we're getting some great exposure and support from some friends in Augusta on this. Uh, we want to make some inroads in Savannah. It's interesting. I'm starting to think of this as Georgia's parish. And the reason why I think of it that way is because when the settlers came from Maryland, the first diocese in the state in the southeast was the diocese of charleston and this area locust grove and sharon fell under that diocese then the savannah diocese was formed then the atlanta archdiocese was formed so purification church and purification heritage center have been physically located in the diocese of charleston savannah and atlanta so it belongs to all of us it's not just an archdiocese of atlanta project it's really georgia's Parish, And I have coined that phrase now. I'm going with that whenever I speak with people. So everyone should want to visit and support Georgia's parish and at least be aware of what we're doing. We're hoping that many, many blessings will come from it. And of course, we all know when the Blessed Virgin Mary is involved in things and this church is named for her and they first called this land Maryland, great things happen when 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 honor is given and and her due is given to her and this is a church named for an, an important event in her life so we're thrilled about that 
Yes, absolutely. And so, so um, I want to talk. I'm going to ask you a question, and then give out the number again. Yeah, great. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your your conversion okay. and Catholic radio and how that that played a role. It wasn't this station because it's a brand new station, That's and right. you converted ten years ago. But but it's all the same. It really is. It's the the power of radio, and I think in a lot of ways, just the fact that you can listen anonymously and really get your questions answered mm-hmm. and happen onto the station. But I'm, I'm really anxious to hear what you have to say about, about how Catholic Radio worked in your life. But the number to call if you want to be a part of this pledge drive is 678-688-4549-678-688-4549-678-688-4549. The update that we have is... Um, uh, one of these got cut off, but uh, I said Jennifer had called with $100, and it says, knows Betsy and goes to St. something. I don't know what the something <laughs> is. Oh, it. here it Saint is. Something. St. Joe's Parish in Washington. Oh, fantastic. Okay. She's on our Bible study team. That's so sweet of her to do that. All right, and then Judy also gave a one-time $150, and she went to this little church in Sharon as a child. That's right. And she's, yes, the, the people who are parishioners at St. Joseph in Washington, Georgia, which is close by, and Queen of Angels, which is in Thompson, Georgia, close by, are served by the same priest. And purification used to be a station church where people would attend uh, a mass maybe once a month at that church. But a lot of the people in that area grew up going to that church, um, you know, had baptisms and confirmations through that church. And so they have such a fond recollection of that church impacting their lives as younger Catholic people. So it's real important to them and to the people who are Catholic, especially in that part of the state, to 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 develop this heritage center and preserve this. One of the things I found too that's so lovely about that whole area is even the non-Catholic Christians are very supportive of our efforts and our efforts to restore these important cemetery and church structures and to continue to make the heritage real for people. They they really appreciate that approach. And so I think we're building a lot of bridges with the non-Catholic Christians in the area as well. It's a very supportive group. And, you know, you don't know what, what question that's going to raise in their mind and how it's going to bring them closer to the Catholic Church that's when you're right. when you're spending all this emphasis on on really honoring our Lord by rebuilding the, the structure of the church, but also rebuilding the the what do you call it the spiritual component of the church as well it sounds like you're you're doing both and bringing parishioners in who who will honor our lord as well so building up the spiritual faith of those who come there i just really see and i've 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 seen this for a little while now this image of water out in that area it's kind mm-hmm. of a parched area in terms of attention that they get sometimes from the archdiocese you know there's so much going on in metro atlanta building churches and restoring things and new capital projects that this little church and area is a little bit out of sight, out of mind. But the people who live out there are so appreciative of our efforts, are so eager for Bible study and programs with faith. You know, at some point we're going to, when we get the heritage retreat part built, we will be having weekends where we perhaps do icon painting or have a Bible study or have special speakers. And I keep seeing this image of water coming out up there as refreshment to that area. And of course, the, the, the name of the church, Purification, brings water to mind. 
The church is always in need of purification, as we know all too well right now with all the scandals, but we all are in need of purification in terms of our spiritual life. And so this well of water, this image that keeps coming up in my mind, is something that drives this project to to get this done and get this retreat center built and start a Bible study and just, you know, work with the people in that part of the state who are so eager and appreciative of things that grow their faith. It's just, it's such a blessing. Anyone who's come out there and met any of the people who've been affiliated with Purification Church or St. Joseph's or Queen of Angels come back saying, wow, this is quite an interesting and special group of people out here. Mm -hmm. And it's wonderful to have this project in their midst. Oh, so good. I love it. I love it. Okay, so the last uh, update we had was Nancy, and she gave a one-time donation of $100. No other message there. Um, So we are now at $1,070 called in. So we just need $430 more. Oh, we got to do it. I've got to ring this bell. I cannot leave. (laughs) I cannot. Where are my kids? They should be calling (laughs) in, giving some of their allowance money to this. I have got to be able to ring this bell. Come on, everybody. We can do it for Atlanta Catholic Radio. How old are your kids? One's a senior in college at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, Corinne. And I have a junior at the University of Georgia, Kyle. And I've sent them the link, you know, 50 times. So they'll listen. So I, I think they should give up a little bit of their allowance money for this personally i agree i <laughs> so agree maybe That's they can call hard, in and some of their for, friends for that matter yeah, too it's a hard thing for a college student <laughs> to give up is that that money that they have coming in it's so worth it though. i've got two in college too so i i get it so all right so number to call 678-688-4549 we just need $430 to turn into 3000 for Catholic Radio. We can absolutely do this, but we can only do it if you pick up the phone and you give us a call. 678-688-4549. We're talking with Betsy Orr. We're talking about Purification Heritage Center. Do you have a website out there? We do, okay. yes. If they will go to www.purificationheritagecenter.org. O-R-G. Our old website was Save Purification Church. So sometimes if you search that, it will come up. But the exact address is purificationheritagecenter.org. We are also on Instagram and Facebook as Purification Heritage Center. So give us a shout out on social media, if you will. Um, we are trying to spread the word as best we can through relationships with people and through things like this, but also through social media. So that's how people can find us. And probably accepting donations to help in this project. Yes, we're always looking for donations. Um, we are about to enter phase two of our fundraising where we'd like to do a few more improvements to the church and to the outside of the church, landscaping and some things at a small cemetery that's directly across from the church structure. And so, yes, we are always looking, we do an end of the year mail out to people, and we're always looking for generous people to help us with this because we are, um, you know, supported by people's generosity and their gifts as y'all are, and we appreciate that so much. Excellent. Another update. We have another $100 called in, and it was from Elizabeth from Washington, Georgia, and uh, she gave in honor of Virginia. Oh, nice. Virginia is is a woman who just passed away this week who was really the last active member of Purification Church. Her uh, funeral mass will be held at Purification Church on Friday. Wow. 
She was a special, special dear soul who affected and touched many people's lives in that part of the state. And her daughter, Sue, is a good friend of ours and active with our with our mission and ministry. And we were so sorry to see Virginia pass away. But she had been a stalwart member of um, purification and active for many, many years. That's awesome. And, and, you know, I don't know the answer to this. I'm going to ask it. You really shouldn't ask a question you don't know the answer to. But, but nonetheless, would she have been able to be buried out of that church if you all hadn't taken on your project? Would it have been around for her to, to might, be buried out Might of? not have been. Um, you know, the, the church structure itself was in such disrepair that they might not have been able to have any kind of sacrament or mm-hmm. mass or service there had we not restored the foundation and, and the bell tower and that kind of thing. And then there's a no one is being actively buried at Locust Grove Cemetery anymore, the 1790 cemetery. But there's a small cemetery across from the church structure that still is active where people can be buried. At, but I'm convinced if we hadn't taken this on, I think the whole church structure itself would have probably just collapsed or fallen into disrepair and then it wouldn't have been available for for any of these special masses that we do or a funeral mass for Virginia or anything like that Mm -hmm. so when you when you realize the fact that they will be able to have her funeral mass at purification Mm -hmm. um, on Friday because the place is not falling in that's where you feel that personal sense of satisfaction and gratitude to the Lord for spurring us on to get this done absolutely Wow, that that really is, it's very powerful. It really, truly is um, a powerful thing to really want to rebuild the physical church and also the the body of Christ from those who are going to come and benefit from, from being there. Well, yeah. that that's the thing. You know, you rebuild these structures. Uh, a structure is a structure. It's what takes place in the structure and the people there and the people's lives that are impacted that really... Uh, is what's important. So by repairing and restoring a church, you make it possible for people's lives to be changed Mm -hmm. through learning more about the Catholic faith or participating in the sacraments or having a funeral mass for a loved one who so greatly impacted that community. So yes, repairing the structure is important. But the most important thing just like when we build cabins on the retreat center area, yes, those structures are going to be very important. But what happens within those structures is really the life-changing, life-impacting part mm-hmm. of the story. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we uh, don't have an update right now. So give us a call at 678-688-4549, 678 4549 We have just about three more minutes so i'm not going to give out the number anymore and i'm going to let you give your website one more time and just anything that you'd like to share we didn't get to get to all of your your conversion story but but next time we'll do it another time we'll get an update on where you are with all of your retreat center and and everything so okay great if people would like to follow us at www.purificationheritagecenter.org. That would be terrific. We also list events and do postings on our Facebook page, Purification Heritage Center, as well as Instagram. Um, We really would love for people to take advantage of some of these upcoming Masses that we've got, the All Souls Day Mass on November 3rd, the Christmas Eve Mass on December 24th, and the Feast of the Purification slash Presentation Mass on February 2nd. We have a lot of plans. We want to do um, some Masses to honor the priest that have served at Purification. We want to um, perhaps have some special events 
in addition to these masses for people who are in that area we're trying to build a team of ambassadors at different parishes so um but we do have these events coming up you know very soon which i hope people take advantage of and they can always send us an email or call us if they need more details beyond what we've got on the website but the website has been updated and i think is very easy to navigate and really tells the story of what's happening so um i'm i'm very grateful for y'all to have me like i say catholic radio and catholic tv made a big difference in my faith journey and brought me into the catholic church which is the very best thing that's ever happened to me mm-hmm. i've been catholic about 10 years and i've had a lot of great things happen to me but um being catholic has given me the framework for all of it and it's given me a mission for the church so um, I hope people will continue to listen. I hope they will give here in the last couple of minutes so we can make our goal. And um, I'm just very grateful to get to participate in this with y'all, but also to you know promote something that we feel like is a true blessing, a unique blessing in our state that we want everyone to, to benefit from. All right. And so our update as we go back, uh, as we go off to the the break, a short break, is that we're at 1260. We are so, so, so close. Come on, 12. What are we trying to get to? 1280. We're at 1280 now. We're trying to get to 1500. So well, we, we got to do it. How many more minutes on. have we got, Kelly? I'm we, getting nervous. We I'll, have one minute. We have one minute. Okay, <laughs> we come on. We want to ring the bell. So, come on, everybody. Um, oh, what I got to ring be? this bell. $220. That's oh, we can all do we it. Need oh, we can do it easily. Come on. I know. My friends are so generous. Where? Oh, oh your son called in. He's the one that gave us that. that <laughs> Kyle, God bless you. That's right. Awesome. That's a jewel in your crown, Kyle. Where's Corinne? Corinne, I'm putting you on the spot. What are you doing? There's nothing like a little Catholic guilt, right? To get everybody to do what they're supposed to do. They're afraid they won't get their allowance next month. That's right. That's right. That's right. They're they're calling in to support Catholic Radio. We need a few more. My friends are so generous. We've got this Bible study going at Christ the King, and this is the most philanthropic group of women. And um, then we've got this wonderful Bible study going out in Washington, Georgia, near Sharon. And we've got such a, a, a generous group of people out there. I tell you, it's just amazing in in my catholic world these wonderful people that um just give and give and give of their time and their resources and that kind of thing so all right well we are going to have to go back to regular programming so we can welcome our next guest and we have boy what a what a wonderful ride it's been here talking with betsy orr and we are grateful for her time www.purificationheritagecenter.org go and check it out and call us here at Catholic Radio at 678-688-4549. We're going to be welcoming Father Martin Connor. Um, from, he's the local director of Regnum Christi in just a few minutes.